Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Free for the stars. You had a goal, but not that many. Cause you're the only one. I'll give you good Thank you all for tuning in to the show, LL Sports 2 with TJ. I am your host, TJ, and this is a sports show for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fans because we are trying to help educate the ladies right on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right, coming to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There are several ways for you to join this show. One, pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can also log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can catch us live and live in color, as they will be doing here shortly, Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is the name. All right. Don't forget, little housekeeping, make sure you go to that home page, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email, otherwise your name and number will not be counted. But that way you can follow the show. Also, you can go to iTunes. Go to your iTunes account. Type in LL Sports 2 with TJ and then click subscribe. All right? It is just that simple. All right. Well, what's on my mind tonight? Well, what's on my mind tonight? We're going to be talking about it in the show. So guess what? Let's go ahead and get to the rundown so that we can get to the get down so we can get on with the show. All right? Okay. Line up, of course, in NBA Playoffs. We have the sweep, the resurrection. Oh, yes, cannot wait. Cannot wait to hear from this lovely lady. The sweep, the resurrection, and the instant classic. NBA playoffs are fantastic. Oh, yes, they are. All right. But some serious um, news. Uh, we do have some uh, incident. We did have some incidents. Um, fan participation with the athletes. How much do these athletes or how much do our athletes how much are they expected to take? We will talk about that. Um, Naomi Osaki, um, she has pulled out from the French Open, um, citing mental health issues. We will talk about that. Um, also some, some uh, serious case here in Atlanta, domestic abuse uh, with a famous Atlanta Braves player. So you already know we have a jam-packed 
lineup show for you tonight, including TJ's Motivational Moment, Lucinda's Lyrics, Wednesday Wikipedia, and oh, so much more. So like I said, let's go ahead and get to our first break. The breaks tonight, just some feel-good music, okay? Just some music that I hope that y'all enjoy because I enjoy listening to it. So I said I was going to play it, and we're just going to go on with that, okay? But yeah, you already know. It's a little old school in there for you. I think it might all be old school, but a little hip-hop, a little R&B. You already know how your girl likes to do it. But uh, coming out of the break, recap, NBA playoffs, round one. Can't wait to get into this and to bring in the ladies tonight. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into our first break, and then we will recap. First round, NBA playoffs. LL Sports 2 with who? DJ and the ladies. We'll be right back after the break. I like to rock and you can't stop this Tupac, go ahead and rock Now this. I clown around when I hang around with the underground Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around Gas me and when they pass me, they used to diss me Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me Get the fame, people change, wanna live their life high Same song, can't go wrong if I play the nice guy Claim the fame, must have changed now that we became strong I remain still the Why same, too? cause it's the same song Yeah, Humpty Hump in the house, y'all. You know what? 
Oh, yeah. That's how you kick off the show right there. Little old school, Humpty Humpty Dance, Humpty Beat, Tupac, Digital Underground. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And let's go ahead and kick it off the NBA recap. Who is doing what? Well, I'm glad you asked because we're about to run it down right now. All right. 76ers and the Wizards. They are still playing. 76ers have a lead 3-1 to one up on the Wizards. Wizards pulled it out in game four, beating them, uh, beating the 76ers 122 and 114. Not only did the 76ers lose the game, but it looks like they have lost Joel Embiid for a minute. He is not playing in the game tonight. All right. Uh, for the Wizards in game four, Russell Westbrook, 19 points, shot three of 19 from the field, 13 of 16 free throws, 21 rebounds. That was a playoff career high for Russell Westbrook. Also 14 assists and two steals. For Philadelphia, uh, Harris had 21 points, shot 8 of 24 from the field, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists. Um, there was a fan that ran onto the court uh, during the during the game. Uh, the referee stopped play. The man was tackled by security, handcuffed by the police. And the Wizards um, say that the fan will be banned from the arena. That leads us, uh, well, just another one of the incidents that has happened. I think that makes number five over the past week of fan interaction. But this was the least um, evasive, let's just say. All right. Have the Nets and the Celtics. The Nets have finally wrapped up that series, beating the Celtics 4-1. to They beat them last night, 123-109. to Harden, 34 points. Irvin, 25 points. Durant, 24 points. That was Harden's fourth career playoff triple-double. For Boston, Jason Tatum, he did what he could. 32 points, shot 12 of 27 from the field, nine rebounds, and five assists. The Celtics eliminated in the first round of the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Jason Tatum, he had career highs in points, rebounds, and assists this year. And, um... Now we will we know uh, two of the matchups heading into the semifinals. Bucks, Heat, Bucks wasted no time, took care of business when they needed to, sweeping the Miami Heat in four games. Um, in game four, the Bucks beat them 120 to 103. Outside of game one, none of the games were close. All right, Milwaukee, this is their seventh playoff sweep. They outscored Miami 63 to 39 in the second half. For Milwaukee, Middleton, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. Antetokounmpo, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 15 assists. This was his first playoff triple-double. All right. Uh, for Miami, Butler, 12 points. Adebayo, 20 points. Uh, Dragic, 13 points. The Miami Heat are now the third team swept in the first round the year after making the NBA Finals since 1984. And the game of the week, week, week. Knicks, um, Hawks, they are playing now game five. They are on right now on TNT. Honestly, y'all, I thought about canceling this show. I really did because I think this is just going to be one of those games. So I went ahead and recorded it, and I'll have to watch it. But I got my eye. If you see my eyes, uh, you know, switching to drifting off to the left here, no, your girl's not going cross out. I'm just trying to keep my eye on the game, too. Okay, hello. Shout out to my Uncle Weezy. <laughs> but they are playing tonight. Uh, Hawks and the Knicks. All right, they are back in New York. We will talk about what happened the last time they were in New York. So now that wraps up the East. We now know the Bucks will meet the Nets in the semifinals. 
man, this is the, a matchup that I think all of basketball uh, nation has been looking forward to. The Bucks and the Nets, this series has the top two scoring offenses. These teams have combined to score 238.7 points per game during the season. Also, that combination of points per game ties the most between playoff opponents in the last 50 years. All right? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Let's move on to the wild, wild west. For Utah and Memphis, the Jazz lead that series 3-1. to one. Uh, Jazz took that game last night, 120-113. to 113. Utah, um, Donovan Mitchell, 30 points, shot 12 of 13 from free throw line, 8 assists, 2 rebounds, and 2 steals. Rudy Gobert, 17 points, had 8 rebounds and 2 blocks. Bogdanovich, 13 points, uh, shot 3 of 5 from 3-point range, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. For the team, their 3-point field goal, 17 of 34. They shot 50% from the 3-point line last night, and they scored 41 points in the third quarter alone. Right. For Memphis, though, Jarvin Morant did what he could, 23 points, shot 8 of 21 from the field, 12 assists, 6 rebounds, Brooks, 21 points, Jackson Jr., 21 points, and Melton, um, he had 5 rebounds. For Jarvin Morant, 23 points, 12 assists, that's the first for a Memphis player with 20-10 in the playoffs. And unfortunately, the Grizzlies, they were outscored by 87 points from three-point line this whole series up against Utah, all right? But, again, Utah leads that series 3-1. to one. Will they close it out? They play again. Uh, I'm sorry, this was on Tuesday. This was on Monday. So the Jazz and Utah, they play tonight, um, 9.30. I think their kickoff, I mean their tip-off, I'm sorry. And they will be on NBA TV. All right, Suns, Lakers. Suns lead this series 3-2. to two. They played last night. Suns beating the Lakers 115 to 85. Talk about beatdown. Beatdown it was, beatdown it will be. But will it be another beatdown the next time they see each other, okay? For Phoenix, uh, Devin Booker, 30 points, shot 13 of 23 from the field, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Payne, 16 points. Bridges, 13 points. Chris Paul, once again, hit with the, just with the injury bug. He had came back, looked like he was back in motion, fell again on that on that left shoulder, nine points, um, and he only played 23 minutes. LeBron James, 24 points. He shot six of ten from three-point line, five rebounds, seven assists. Kuzma only had 15 points. Um, Horton Tucker, 11 points. No Dennis Schroeder and no um, Contavious Powell Coat. When you have a big man down, when you have your main man down, and everybody knows that LeBron James is Superman, but Superman even needed help, okay? He had Lois Lane, and every once in a while, Batman and um, and somebody else came and helped him, okay? So you just you just can't expect LeBron to do it all. And I guess maybe that's what they thought, but as you can see, his all is not enough. So Lakers fall to the Suns last night, 115-85. The Phoenix Suns can close it out, and it looks like the uh, – once again, Anthony Davis, sideline, we'll talk about that. That brother just cannot get it together when it comes to the injury bug. And then the instant classic from last night, uh, Nuggets, Trailblazers. The Nuggets, they need, they now lead that series 3-2. to two. Nuggets pulled it out 147-140 to 140 in double overtime. The Joker, 38 points, shot 14 of 31 from the field, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Monte Morris, 28 points. Porter Jr., 26 points. Um, 
just a phenomenal game. But hats off, I tip my hat to one Dame Time, Damian Lillard. 55 points in the losing effort. That's tied for fifth most points in a playoff game. Shot 17 of 24 from the field, but shot 12 of 17 from three-point range, tying the three-point field goal to force the overtime and also hit another three-pointer to force the second overtime. That is the third most points scored in a loss in NBA's postseason history. He now joins MJ with 63 and Mitchell uh, with 57. Robert Covington, 19 points. C.J. McCollum, 18 points. But the bonehead play stepping out, you know, the out-of-bounds right there in the second uh, overtime. Just you cannot have those mental mistakes. Covington missing the just the drop-in dunk um, that, that Lillard set him up for. So, um, call it fatigue, call it what you want to, but the Portland Trail Blazers are too um, experienced, you know, too many veterans to have those type, types of mistakes, especially in an effort that was put up by Damian Lillard. But again, Trail Blazers fail 147 to 140. And then the game tonight, Clippers and the Mavs. Talk about a resurrection, okay? I, again, cannot wait to bring in the ladies, but... When we thought that the Clippers were dead in the water, I guess they were just playing possum. You pick a, pick a funny time to play possum Clippers, but, hey, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes, you, makes your, your water boil, okay? But the Clippers, they have tied this series up 2-2, coming back to L.A. tonight in Game 5, all right? So with that, I tell you what, I, yeah, we have to do it. It's time to bring in the ladies. It's time to bring in the ladies of LL Sports 2. So let's go ahead and bring them in because we want to talk to the ladies. I need for everybody to hit number one for me. I got two out of the three. Oh, now I lost. Oh, no, what's going on? Please don't tell me you have technical difficulties tonight. We're going to see what we can do. We are going to see what we can do. One more, one more. Uh-oh. My ladies of sports, do I have you on the line with me? Good evening, ladies. Happy Wednesday, ladies. Man, well, you know what? I did. I just say last week why I cannot. I cannot. Ain't Lou? Your your Clippers have made a don't call it a comeback. They've been here for years. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, I had to get that out. Clippers. I said that the Clippers were going to uh, that this series was going to come back three one. Um, I was wrong. I was so very wrong. And uh, shout out to you, Clippers, ain't you? Yeah, shout out to them those Clippers. They've been dipping. They've been had yeah, ain't Lou all flipping. I was flipping. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, oh. you just don't let, you don't let, uh, what's the boy named, Donnie Cuckoo, whatever the boy's name, Luca, you just can't let, y'all, y'all need to trip a team, do whatever you need to do with one man. That's a one-man show over there. What is wrong with your people? Oh, I don't, they must have seen the bad signal because one thing I did was I prayed that we would not have the Aunt Lou of last week on the show tonight <laughs> in my prayer. Don't Prime, okay. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only one praying. Your Aunt Lou was praying too, girl. I, I guess. Seven, eight, seven, nine, two, four. 
But yes, A. Lou, I mean, the, the Clippers, they just went to Dallas. Maybe they just needed to get away from home. I don't know what it is, but they they have uh, they have returned. In the words yes, of uh, Daddy from, from Color Purple, the dead has risen. The Clippers have <laughs> I know all you ladies were praying. I thank you for that because y'all know Aunt Lou was just didn't know what to do. I've never been in a predicament like that. I'm like, are you serious? We can't even make it past the first round. The first, they're blocking us in the second. For our people, we got to get past the first. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This would have been, this would, this would not have been good. One, for y'all to lose in five. The way it was looking, y'all looked like y'all could have got 12, but uh, I don't know. Whatever whatever, the, whatever they needed to do, though, whether it was coach, uh, maybe, you know, the veteran players had to get them together, or maybe, you know, they just like playing behind the eight ball. Well, we but um, I think tonight's game is going to really solidify uh, what Clippers are going to be in these playoffs. You know, maybe they needed a wake-up call. I don't, I don't know. But, um, you know, they're saying be careful what you wish for. They said that they oh, didn't yeah. want to see the Lakers, you know, before the before the finals. But Lakers, that's gonna, that's another story as well. But, um, but yeah, but shout-out to Aunt Lou Clippers, though, because I know we were giving you a hard time, Aunt Lou, last week, and you were just going through it. But uh, they are back. Back in a All right. So they play tonight, uh, 1030, on TNT. All right, so let's go ahead and just do a, a recap here. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. What's going on, everybody? I see you in the house. My auntie Kim, Bell McSwain on on the timeline. My auntie Karen in the house. Thank you so much, Aunt Lou, for the compliment. And y'all already know. Oh, party the royalty one on the timeline. Angel, what's going on, ladies? Thank y'all so much, Jerome Davis. What's going on tonight? Thank y'all so much. And y'all already know, Denise Green, holding down that timeline for LL Sports. Shout out to everybody tonight. So thank y'all for tuning in to the show. Doing the NBA recap for round one. One love. One love. Okay, anyway. So, ladies, uh, let's talk about it. Janelle, I'm so serious. I really thought about canceling the show tonight because I wanted to see this game here with the Knicks and the Hawks. My question to you ladies, do the, do the Hawks close it out tonight? Do they put the nail in the coffin of the Knicks tonight? I think the Hawks are going to do it. Okay. All right, Terry. Terry says the Hawks I know we did our predictions last week, but the Hawks are showing me something. They they have shown me something over this whole series. But, um, but Aunt Lou, uh, what do you think? Do you think the Hawks close it out tonight? I think they will. The way they playing, they ferocious and hot and fiery and ready. And they, Come and on they now. Might, as soon as they take it, uh, then they can get a little rest. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, they 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 on fire. I I, rec- I recorded their game. I just I put recorded the game because uh, okay. I found them. I don't think I have NBA TV, whatever that is. I do have TNT, so I can see some of those games. Well, NBA. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, inside the NBA, they'll definitely, you know, recap for every, for the uh, the games and everything. But um, but Janelle, you have to quiet up. You just not want to, to say anything. Do you? No, I told you last week. I stand by what I said. It's gonna be in five. Okay. 
Although you did laugh in my face. I did. I surely did. Well, no, I did laugh. I think I just said what or something like that. I didn't laugh though. But I uh, I, 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 I shunned at that, at that statement. I really did. I did. And I apologize to you, too. I'm just on a Anita Baker tour tonight. I apologize. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I Because, you know, they oh, say, no. you know, uh, misery loves company. But I'm really not miserable, even though, because I knew my bulls weren't going to do anything. But I'm telling you, the whole the way they came out tonight showed me that they are not scared of this moment. You know, sometimes you think that players or, you know, uh, we know how it is when it's a closeout game. Those are the hardest ones to play in. And when you know you have a little bit of a cushion, sometimes you can come out a little passive, but not the Hawks, not in uh, New York. They came out when they had that first, um, when Trey set up, uh, was it Capella, I think, for the, for the, for the dunk? or for the easy two, I was like, oh, no, these boys are poised and ready to take game five. Um, so shout out to the Hawks. I'm pulling for the Hawks. I really am. I don't think I'm a jinx anymore. They've been doing pretty good. Let's say I'm good. I'm too good tonight. Might have to rethink that. 347-827-924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Um, okay, ladies, Lakers. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Anthony Davis out once again. Let me just, let me just run down Anthony Davis' uh, injuries just in the last – this is since December, okay? December 28th, right calf contusion. January 13th, jammed toe. January 30th, right quad. February 6th, left knee contusion. February 8th, right Achilles tendinosis. February 14th, strained Achilles. May 12th, left adductor tightness, abductor tightness, I'm sorry. And then May 30th, left groin strain. Do they just need to have a rolling uh, 911 uh, medics on the sideline if the boy does suit up? I mean, that is just, you you feel for any player that has injuries. But my goodness, ladies, what Will Anthony Davis get back in the lineup? I don't think that he will. I mean, he he may get back in the lineup, but not as far as permanent in the lineup. You know, he may go in and and may have to come back out like he's doing now because Mm. that is a whole lot of injuries. That's a lot of injuries. And just, I mean, just seeing him sitting on the sideline last night, he wanted to get out there. Like, he wanted to get out there and help uh, LeBron, help his team out so bad. But it was nothing that he could do. Nothing. Nothing you know, at all. Because they played that game last night, it was like, you know, open the floodgates, let it rain. You are you ain't lying about that. It hurt to watch that. That was a little painful to watch last night. Yep. It really was. Um, and see that that was the reason why um, when we were talking about it last week that you know I said the the whole key is if we can keep them healthy because that something is always going on with him. So mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that the 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 Lakers not going no further. That was going to be my I next question. You know, Amy, you want to chime in on Anthony Davis? 
Janelle, would you say that again uh, so I can record that? Okay, you got Joe. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm serious. You said, I'm pretty sure that the Lakers are not going to go any further. I thought I heard you say that, Queen Janelle. There's no joking yeah, in that. You heard me say it. It's the truth. But but that, that was the thing that we were talking about last week. The you yeah. cannot have the they have they have two people on that team who do what they suppose. Everybody else is show up when they feel like it. They don't they don't and but it's a young they have a young squad. and that's that's really not even an excuse because the Hawks have a young squad. But they just don't have the mentality that when you come to play, you come to play. Yeah. They show up when they want to. Kuzma, he have a good game every you know, every other game. I I mean you mm-hmm. you cannot have a, a team that that is of the supposed to be a dynasty of a Lakers caliber, and you show up when you want to. You have to show up on every game, especially when you know one of your key players is down. Exactly, exactly. And you know what, Janelle? I don't even really think you can call them young when you think about the veterans that they have. Schroeder, who's was what? This is what who's was what? Third year in, in at least third or fourth year in the league. Um, who else they got? Caldwell uh, Pope. Well, he might be young, but I mean, I think put it like this: for them to be the defending champion, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think everybody was on the team except for Schroeder. If it's in their starting lineup, and the majority of the people coming off their bench, to know that your main man is down, Dennis Schroeder. Y'all know how many points Schroeder had last night? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. How many? (laughs) A goose egg. Your main, one of your main key players are out and you don't, you don't contribute anything to the point. Nothing. And that's why Shaq called him soft. Yes, he did. And he said it in a, in a deep, profound voice. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's coaching. You know, a lot of people say, you know, can you can you put it on LeBron? Did he not get the team up? But is it really LeBron's job to to get the whole team hype? I mean, it's really his job. Maybe it is. He's a superstar. But what is the coach supposed to do? And do you get the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, we've all talked about how in the playoffs you have to you have to go to that next tier. It, it, it's always the, the, the next tier. So what is it in you? Do you really think there's a tomorrow? I mean, uh, do you think that you are, you are so talented and gifted that you can just really turn on the spout whenever you feel like you get ready? I don't know, but all the and one more, and it's a wrap. That means that the the defending N, NBA champion will go down in the first round if they lose one more game. Wow. Well, I think they're gonna go down. To be honest, I think I'm with uh, Janelle. I think they they're gonna go down. Yeah, that'd be the first time, you know. But they going down in the first round. That's it's about to go down. I don't think they can come back. I don't think they can come back. I know, you know, recall, you know, a long time ago when I think LeBron was playing with the Cavaliers mm-hmm. and they was down three games and they came back. But right. um, I don't think it's gonna happen here because I don't think LeBron is is you know, I don't know if he's 
you know, still injured or he's not there, not fully there. But without Anthony Davis, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think this is going to, you know, it's going to end tonight. Mm-hmm. I would say that the Twin Towers are about to give up. Uh, they're They're coming to the end of their hour. I would say that. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it's borderline embarrassing. I'm just going to say that because LeBron has to have help. And you're right. You're right, Terry. You know, they were down 3-1 with the Cavaliers, but he had, you know, he had that supporting cast, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, um, even what Tristan Thompson and everybody contributing off the bench, J.R. Smith. It's just like the Lakers bench and other starters have just went MIA. It's like do they not believe in themselves without Anthony Davis. They they had to play with him um, sitting on the bench the majority of the season. So I don't know. Is it something that they know that maybe he's be able to come back? Period. Because if he's out for good, then I mean it doesn't matter if the if the Lakers end their season now or in the semis or in the finals. They will not. Well, they will not make it to the NBA finals without Anthony Davis. But um, I think I'm just more so disappointed in the effort I saw last night. But that is not how a defending champion should, should go. And and the key player on uh, the opposing team. We all know Chris Paul isn't 100% healthy. So if nothing, you need to kind of, you know, get them. Take advantage. A little. Who, who was that? Janelle, was that you? Yeah, take advantage yeah. when you got when you know your other when the, you know the other squad is is suffering from injury bug too. Right. But yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting. But uh, let's see, game six for the Lakers and Suns are tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. Uh, they are back in L.A. So we'll have to see if you know being on their home court can bring them some type of magic. You know, la la magic. Um, Utah and Memphis, like I said, the Jazz are up 3-1 in that one. Um, they play tonight. The Clippers and um, the Knights and Nuggets and Trailblazers, they play tomorrow night. Ladies, did you get a chance to watch any of that game or see the highlights of that double overtime game? I didn't. No? Okay. No, I didn't. Yeah, that one, that's the instant classic right there. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers, they pretty much uh, were behind the entire game uh, in the fourth quarter. I think they were down like seven points with a little under two minutes left. But, of course, they were down by three with like um, 12.4 seconds. Uh, There was a little controversy because uh, Lillard thought he was fouled. He really wasn't. The, um, the the defender didn't touch him at all, but they called the foul. They reviewed it, uh, reversed that call. But then at the last, you know, at, at the buzzer, Lillard hit a three-point shot to tie it to go into overtime. Um, uh, Nuggets came out on fire in overtime, hit like three quick, quick hit uh, three quick baskets. They were up by like six or seven. And then – Damian Lillard came roaring back, you know, in, in the second overtime, hitting another three to take it into, into double overtime. But like I said, in that double overtime, they just had a lot of mental mistakes coming from the Trailblazers and coming from the veteran players, too. Like I said, 
Covington missed a wide, wide open dunk to the rim, and then C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard could have taken the shot, passed it over to C.J., and on the uh, baseline, stepped out. So it's like, C.J., why are you even moving your feet backwards? But um, like I said, uh, heroic effort for, for Damian Lillard, 55 points uh, in the losing effort. So we just have to hope that, you know, they have enough in the, in the tank uh, for the game tomorrow. But they're back in Portland playing in game six. All right. And, uh, ladies, let's talk about number one seed in the East, 76ers. Wizards, they pulled out uh, a win on Monday. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at their score, but uh, before, before we went on air, I know that the Wizards were had a, had a pretty good, I think, a 10-point lead. With the absence of Joel Embiid, does this now change, you know, your your thoughts or opinions on on the outcome of uh, of this one? Could this could we see an upset? Was it upsetting the the seventy six? Yeah, this is going to be interesting because Joel Embiid is an is an all around player. He defends when he needs to. He puts the points up when he needs to. So this is going to this is going to be a telltale sign as to whether or not the the, the team can. The 76ers can actually step up and do what they need to do because they have a man down. Right. And it's not like it's not like he's, you know, a six-man off the bench. He's an important player to them. So this is going to be an interesting this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah. Uh, hey, Lou, Perry, you all have any thoughts on the matchup now between the 76ers and the Wizards? I agree with um, Janelle. I mean, this is a it's really it's a show and tell, you know. See if the team can carry the weight with uh, Joe and B with him being out. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. You know, you really find out when someone goes down and who's gonna step it up or who's just gonna mess around. Shout out to Rashad, I see in the house. Donnell, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. My auntie Kim in the house, thank you all so much. Shot Town representing. I think this is going to uh, show us what Ben Simmons is made of. Now, we all know that Ben Simmons is, and he's a perennial player. He really is, but he has no jump shot. I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand how he's been in the league this long. What do you do in the offseason, Ben? You obviously do not work on 16, 17, 24-foot, uh, you know, jump shot. But for the life of me, I mean, this boy, he can pass, he can he can sky dunk, um, plays outstanding defense. But the man cannot shoot a jumper to save his life. But with that being said, I think we're going to show, I think this is going to show and prove what Ben Simmons is really made of, if he can help carry the team uh, in NB's absence. I just don't know if he can do it. One thing about Ben Simmons, to me, it looks like as the moment gets bigger, he tends to shrink. I think it's obvious, like, when it comes to, you know, important free throws down the line, um, even his decision-making sometimes towards the end of games, uh, it, it it leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion, for him to be such a perennial player. But um, I really think this is going to shine the spotlight on Ben Simmons. And, you know, if this is maybe the 76 calling card is the time to separate these two. You know, maybe get someone else in there who can assist 
and pick up the slack when your when your main guy is out. Um, any thoughts on Ben Simmons, lady? You know, I don't know if you remember, but Ben Simmons was one that um, thought he was thought he was the man that could carry a team. So for for this yeah. to happen, this is going to show. This is going to show whether where your words are. You're, you you got to back you got to back it up. You, right. you think you got enough enough stones to do it, then handle your business because it, it's no telling what's going to happen with your L and B. He could he could not only be out today, but be out they. I mean, not only be out for this this next game, but for for the rest of the series. Right. Exactly. And that's one one thing you cannot do is give. Uh, let Russell Westbrook smell blood in the water. There it is. So there it is. You better say it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like we always say, we hate to see. You know, you always want to see teams at their best when it comes to this time of the year. But they leave that door open a little bit too long, and Russell Westbrook he gonna kick it off the hinges. He, he ain't even gonna open the door slightly. It, that that door is coming off. So um, I don't know. We'll see, but you're right. You're right, Janelle. I, I do. I do recall that, and it seems like ever since he put himself on the map, you know, by proclaiming, you know, who, who he is, who he thought he was, uh, you know, he really. What is what is he really proven? You know, because Joel and B goes, honestly. But um, time will tell. You know, time will tell. What do you say? Um, in the words of uh, Houdini. You wrote a check that you can't cash. I'm just saying. I'm on the road tonight. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So i tell you what, we are going to jump to a quick break. And then on the outside of this, we are still have basketball news to talk about. The next Bucks series is coming up. Can't wait to get the ladies' opinions on that. But on a serious note, the uh, disrespect, just the utter disrespect that these NBA players have had to endure from uh, some of these fans um, at the stadium. So we'll talk about that, have some audio from some of the players, and get the ladies' opinions. What, if anything, uh, is the time for the NBA to do about these instances? All right? But right now, it is time to do roll call. So let's go ahead, Janelle. <laughs> Are you with me? Are you crazy? Terry? Are you there? Terry in the house. Ain't Lou? All the way live. What? She said, calm your little butt down. She said, are you with me? Ain't Lou is here in full zone. I'm going to have to take my TJ home. (laughs) Come on now. Let's go ahead and get it. It's the first of course of LL Sports 2 today. We'll be right back after the break. Yo, stop. Are y'all ready for the jam? I said, are y'all ready for the jam? Yo, G, kick it. Jam. Oh, jam. Jam. Teddy, jam for me. I'm ready. Hey. 
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And we do have a full round table for you tonight. Uh, that was a little guy for you. Teddy's Jam, too. Nothing like, you know, just get your blood up and get your dancing and everything. But like I said, we have a full round table tonight. It is the fearsome foursome in the house. It is Aunt Lou. It is Terry. It is Janelle. It is TJ, the ladies of sports, on Wednesday night. All right, ladies. So, um, like I said, now we know uh, one team or one, one series heading into the semifinals. It is going to be the Nets and the Bucks. The two top scoring offenses um, this season will be matching up. Um, ladies, is there any one um, like matchup that you're looking forward to, to, two players going up against each other, or just overall in this series, what are you looking forward to? Uh, Janelle, we'll have you kick that one off. I, I'm just looking forward to the series, period. This is what I was hoping was going to happen because – um, I'm hoping that the Bucks step up and be the team that I know they can be because it, it, with the Nets, you don't want to play with them. You don't want to get them a chance. You don't want to get them a chance to run all over you because you've seen they can do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Once they get hot, they showed that last night. I it was in the fourth quarter. Uh, they were allowing Boston to kind of hang around for a little bit, but in that fourth quarter, I think it was like four minutes left, they had uh, KD, not from the top of the key, but like to the, to the right of it. Uh, he, he pulled up for a three-pointer. Then Harden came down in the same spot. He pulled up for a three-pointer. Then Kyrie came down yep. the same, same exact spot. I'm like, really? Now they're yep. playing with people now. they just playing with people. They turned it on. Yeah like a waterfall, but, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, hey, Lou, what, anything specific you're looking forward to in this matchup? I don't know. It's going to be some good games. I know that. I don't think it's going to be a sleeper, but uh, they gonna, it's going to be – it'll be worth our watch. I can say that. Harry? I think it's going to be – very, very interesting. It's going to be a lot of action mm-hmm. because, the, you know, the Nets, both teams are playing some excellent ball, but the Nets, they are a team to be reckoned with. And once they get to shooting those threes, it's lights out. Yeah. Wouldn't you, lady, think I would. wouldn't uh, you say, what, thing. hold on, I heard A. Lou first and then Janelle. A. Lou, what was that? Wouldn't you ladies say that the teams are pretty much equally matched up now, you know, on on the east side and the west side? Pretty much, for the most part. Because normally one team just dominates, dominates, you know. But looking at them, I think they kind of matched up pretty good. What do y'all think? Just my thoughts. I definitely agree with well, you. No, I, I, I definitely feel like in, in years past, one conference has definitely been more um, – uh, give give more of competition, and as the West, the East has kind of been lacking. But I would have to say they're pretty equal. Ladies, what do you think? I think they're I pretty agree. equal. But right now, with Boston, Boston playing um, the Nets, I think they're just outmatched. You, you think who was outmatched? 
uh, both the Celtics playing um, the Nets playing, and I think I think that uh, Boston is just outmatched with uh, the Nets with yeah. uh, Durant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that. But for the most, you know, they they are you know pretty much matched up. But that team there, I think they just totally, you know, unmatched. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Janelle, uh, your your thoughts on the East and West Conference, and then I know you were uh, you you had a, a comment you wanted to make. I think they're evenly matched. It, it's good to see the East um, in better shape than what they have been in past years. Definitely. Yeah, but I was just gonna say that it's good. I'm I'm happy to see um, Kevin Durant back in full effect because he worried me when he was out if he would be able to come back and play like the Katie we know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So they seem like right when he would just get in some rhythm, something would happen, and then they have to pull him right. again. And then he come back up here and they have to pull him again. Yeah. So I I, I definitely agree with you with that it seems like he's catching rhythm and he's healthy. Yeah, for the most part. Hey, Lou, did you have something you were saying? No, I just said that they won it four to one, but then uh, then um, the other team won it four to zero. So it's going to be a a good matchup. You know what I mean? I'm just looking forward to seeing some of my old players. I mean, because they kind of stacked over there. Those Nets are stacked now. Kyrie, uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, We always. Oh yeah, the beard, the bearded guy, and he, and he needs the ring, but not this year. But you know, he needs one. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Uh, just talking about the matchup we are looking forward to with the Bucks and the Nets heading into the semifinals. Um, I'm, I am uh, curious to see. I just hope that the Bucks are able to stay on track, uh, keep the momentum that they have been going. Chris Middleton has really stepped up his game. He is really the one-two punch for Antetokounmpo. Uh, Drew Holiday has really come up. I think his um, the, the fact that they have like a true guard now who can who can kind of run the you know run the offense for them. Get uh, Giannis in his spot. Uh, Giannis' fallback jumper is. He die for now. I absolutely love it. You know, he'll back you down in the paint and then kind of turn spin and give you that little one-hop jumper. I am in love with that. I'm so glad he's worked that, work, been able to work on that part of his game. And then I'm I'm curious to see how well the Bucks are able to defend against the Nets because you do have those powerhouses out there on that three-point line and they can shoot up from anywhere. Uh, so I'm I'm curious to see how the Bucks will be able to defend. The Nets. Uh, we all know that the Nets, their defense is uh, kind of lackluster, should be desired. <laughs> so we'll have to see if they're able to keep Giannis out of the paint. Um, but uh, it's it's going to be some big bodies up in there. I just, I can't wait. I'm, I'm like you ladies. I just can't wait to see the whole matchup. Period. But um, but yeah, it, this is going to be a good one. It's definitely going to be a good one. But we're going to save our save our picks. Probably until at least maybe uh, well we'll we'll give our picks next week we'll give them a chance to play but uh, yeah it, this is going to be one for the ages this might be the final a little preview of what the final could be I know it's you know not the final but you know sometimes they just have those series to be like dang if this was the finals that'd be great but I think whoever ends up in the finals is going to be uh, one for the ages all right 
So, ladies, let's get to uh, some some more serious news here. Uh, we have had now four incidents with fan interaction with uh, NBA players, not in a positive light. Um, five, if you count the fool who ran onto the court the other night, but I don't know what he was. He, he just just needs some attention. But on a serious note, um, we had the incident with John Morant. Uh, he is the Grizzlies guard. His family was verbally abused uh, by vulgar and racist comments. This was in Utah, Game 2. Um, the Jazz, they said that they indefinitely banned three fans, but what does really indefinitely mean? Um, an update for that, the Jazz owner uh, actually comped um, the whole, like, trip for uh, Jazz family and friends, um, giving them tickets to the game, hotel combinations, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, good gesture, but don't know if that's really sufficient. But the more probably, I would say, troubling incidents that we had, um, there was a fan that um, poured uh, or dumped popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head. This was in game two when they were in Philadelphia while Russell Westbrook was walking off the court. He was leaving the court due to an ankle injury, and as he was leaving the tunnel, uh, a fan dumped popcorn on him. Um, in game two of the Hawks and the Knicks, a fan spit on Trey Young uh, while he was inbounding the ball. And then in game four, a fan uh, threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving when they were leaving the court um, after the game. The bottle nearly missed Irving's head. I think it was like two inches um, from his head. But this as was after he walked off, off the court, and that fan was arrested. So before I bring the ladies in to, you know, just have a discussion, I do want to play some audio. So first we're going to hear from Russell Westbrook in regards to his incident uh, with the popcorn being, um, you know, falling on his head. Let's take a listen. Unfortunately, you know, I was leaving out, and then I just seen some popcorn on top of my head, you know. Um, and to be honest, man, this out of hand, uh, especially for me. Um, just the amount of disrespect, the amount of just fans doing whatever they want to do. It's just out of pocket, man. Out of pocket, seriously. Like, in the other setting, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for the fans enjoying the game and having fun. And, you know, it's part of sports. I get it. Uh, but there's certain things that cross the line. 347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Again, that was Russell Westbrook uh, speaking on the incident where <clears throat> he had popcorn dumped on his head if he was leaving due to an injured ankle. Now we're going to hear from uh, Kyrie Irving. This is in regards to his incident with the water, ball be water bottle being thrown. And then um, right after that, you'll hear from KD, Kevin Durant, in regards to, you know, his thoughts on the issue as well. Let's take a listen. People just feel very entitled out here. You know, they pay for the tickets, great. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that they're coming in to watch um, a great performance, but it, it's just – you know, we're not at the theater. We're not throwing tomatoes and, and other random stuff at the people that are performing. You know, it's just it's too much. And it's a reflection on, um, you know, us as a whole when you have fans acting like that. Fans got to grow up at some point. I know 
that being in the house for a year and a half with the pandemic, um, got a lot of people on edge, got a lot of people uh, stressed out. Um, but when you come to these games, you got to realize, man, these, these, these men are human. You know, we're not animals. We're not in a circus. Uh, you coming to the game is not all about you as a fan. So have some respect for the game. Have some respect for these human beings. And have some respect for yourself. Your mother wouldn't be uh, proud of you throwing water bottles at, at basketball players or spitting on players or tossing popcorn. So go to f*** up uh, and, and enjoy the game. We know how these people here are in Boston. And we know how passionate they are about Kyrie in particular. Um, and they still upset at him. And there's no reason for them to act childish, but we don't need to speak on that. We know what it is already coming in here. Glad we got the W. Hopefully we don't got to come back here this year. Hmm. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Again, that was uh, Kyrie Irving first and then Kevin Durant uh, following up behind that. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a, a lot to, to unfold here, ladies. So, I, honestly, I'll just open up the floor. Um, just, you know, your thoughts on what the, you know, what the gentleman had to say and um, just, the, just the fact on how emboldened these, these fans seem to be. And what do you think might be um, the catalyst behind that or, or what is it that they feel that they can just be, you know, um, so disrespectful um, at this time? We, I think we all know that this has been going on in the league for years because we, we hear, especially like um, people in Boston, the, how they talk about Boston fans and so forth. But it just seems like, I don't know, um, right now these fans just feel uh, a little bit more emboldened than, than they used to. Um, Aunt Lou, we'll have you kick this off. Oh, I just hold my mule. Just hold my mule right about now. Because I, I, what the boys, the men, said, gentlemen said, I, I totally agree with them, and they, they said it very well, professionally. I guess they bleeped the, the cursing or whatever. But, you know, no one deserves to go out there. This is their livelihood. This is their job. No, they don't, you don't go to your job for people to throw stuff at your head and, and, you know, booing you, is, I mean, that's okay, you know, because you ain't touching. But when you start getting physical and, and deciding to see you starting, to, uh, you know, throwing and, and hitting and punching and stuff like that, so you're committing crimes. And most, and we as black people, when we do that kind of stuff, we go to jail. So one of the, the men said about the white privilege, you know, they feel privileged. Yeah, um, I think they do feel like they're paying the money so they can do and say, do and do whatever. But um, you got to, at the end of the day, you need to have some type of sense and respect. And like he said, your mama should have taught you something, because if, if you know, because they gon' they gon' go go see if, if Rodman was still in the, in the league now, they did that mess to him. He probably go punch him up. You know what I mean? So they better be glad they have some finesse players and some gentlemen. You know, but that's not necessary. And I just think it's so wrong on every level, and it doesn't give you a right to you know treat anyone like that. But, you know, the, the world, yeah, we've been in a pandemic for uh, over a year here. You know, we've had racial uh, tensions and everything. But you need to learn how to control themselves because they'll tell us in a minute, control your anger, control your fighting or whatever. Y'all need to control your throwing because somebody might get you. You might meet somebody outside of the, the, the stadium, and they're not going to put up with that crap. Um, Harry, thoughts? I think that is totally disrespectful. 
And I think that um, with the, being the pandemic, um, a lot of people use that as an excuse as far as being locked up and they're getting out. But even if you've been locked up and kept inside and you couldn't socialize with people, still you're out in a public place and you should know, as they say, your you know, mama raised you better. And we know that sometimes our parents raise us a certain way and then we just go off the hinge and but, you know, you come back. But it's just totally disrespectful and I think that, you know, especially for you, um, like it was said, they're not they're humans. They're not monkeys and to be spit on, to throw popcorn on someone, you know, that's just totally disrespectful. And I don't care what anybody say. It's not right at all. And I think the NBA, they need to tighten up on their rules. They need to tighten up on their security. And they, the as far as some people do feel that they're privileged because they have money and they can buy certain seats and so forth. But that doesn't mean a fluke to me. That don't mean anything to me. Um, you coming out in public, you want to enjoy the game. Other people want to enjoy the game. And they're out there. The NBA players are out there. You know, they're putting on a show for us, you know. And, of course, they want you to be there, but they don't want you to be there and, you know, and being disrespectful and, you know, hurting them or uh, causing them to want to fight, you know, and all that. It's just unacceptable. And they need to be fined or either, just like the one guy was, handcuff him and take him away. Because if one of us, they would take us away. They wouldn't probably give us a second um, thought about it. We'll be we'll just be cuffed and taken taken away, be banded from even coming back. And I think one of the players were banded, but you know I think the NBA really needs to look at this. And there's no excuse as far as the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic may play some role in it, but the pandemic is not going to. It's no excuse to me as far as your behavior, spitting and, and carrying on like you out in the zoo. Because you acting like the monkey and the animal. <laughs> Janelle? I totally agree with the ladies. The the thing that got me was it's one thing to throw popcorn, but that that bottle of water that was thrown, that that wasn't one of those sixteen ounce bottles. It was one of those huge eternal spring bottles and it was almost completely full. He could have put that boy's eye out, he could have gave him a concussion, anything could have happened. And to take away somebody's livelihood because you got an attitude problem. I mean, seriously. And then to to spit on somebody, that is the epitome mm. of disrespect. That is the ultimate mm. form of disrespect. You cannot do that to people. It's just because you're unhappy about something or you don't like somebody. Okay, fine, you don't like them. They're, you know, you, you could have just tossed a few insults at them and called it a day. But to spit on somebody, that's disgusting. And I, and I know it's Talking about home training, I, I I can't even express enough how parents go through that to teach you a form of respect because you wouldn't want nobody spitting at you. You, you want somebody to spit at your mom. You want somebody to spit at your child. I mean, why would you do something like that? That is just that that for me, I lost it. I, I could not believe it. I, Fans can get upset about things. Just because you pay your money to buy a ticket, it does not give you the right to to uh, cause bodily harm or to injure or to disrespect somebody like that. That was just, it, it was too much. It was way too much. Uh, T.J., I want to add something. 
Uh, we have students that spit and stuff like that because you know I work with special need, well not special ed and and uh, ADD kids like that and stuff. So we have kids that headbutt you, spit on you, kick you and stuff like that. And, you know, they really don't like to be bruised. I don't like pain, and I'm not going to cause you no pain, so you really can't do it to me. And so one of the kids, you know, he spit in the teacher's face all the time. So he looked like he was fixing his mouth to spit on me. I said, let me tell you something, little boy, and I did authoritative boy. If you spit on me, I, I say, don't think about spitting on me because I'll, I'll spit on, spit back, and my spit is gonna kill you. <laughs> okay. You gotta you know put what? fear in these monsters. You hear me? Because you're gonna be raising up Jeffrey Dahmer's if you don't. Yeah, that's. Um, you know, I I think that. on another for a grown person to feel enough um, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't even know if it's privilege. To yeah, to, to think that you have the right or, or you are uh, whatever it is going in your mind for a grown man to spit on another grown I mean you just know how disrespectful that is. That is like the lowest. You, you don't even. You know, I mean, where in your psyche does that think that you think that's appropriate at any any level, any occasion, anything? Unless you know you're trying to be disrespectful. I mean, that's like that's like the ultimate disrespect. You know that. You know if you spit on somebody, even if you you know put your Pout your mouth up and pretend like you're going to spit on somebody. And for you to actually do it. I commend Trey Young for the restraint, I guess, that, that he has shown in not pressing charges. And I don't know the reason behind it. You know, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to get caught up in that during the, the playoffs. I don't know if there's a time limit on that, if there's a statute of limitations. Maybe he can go back and press charges. But for him not to press charges on that, that man, um, that he has a level of of uh, understanding or just the wherewithal not to you know to let something roll off of his back that I know I I'm not capable of. Um, to me, that was the most disrespectful act you can display against another human being. Um, that the consequences couldn't have been couldn't have been harsh enough. And I never want to see a ball player, you know, just like you ladies have said, had it been us, and do you notice how it's never one of us? You notice how it is never a black person in the stands, in the audience, anything like that, that's doing this for a white player? Do you notice that? It's like it's always yes, white. Yes, because we weren't raised that way. I mean, well, I'm not even going to say that, ain't Lou, because there's a lot of bad black children running around here, okay? I ain't even going to put it out there like that. But it's just we have the... I guess just enough respect that we know this is just a ball game. Whatever happens in between those courts, what happens in, in the lines, it's just a game. And at the end of the day, yeah, I may have animosity with you because you play on an opposing team, but at the end of the day, we're still human beings, and there's still that level of respect. You know, it's just like it's just like we seem to just never take it to that level. But even with that being said, um, the, the the fact that he uh, like. The fact that, that Trey Young, 
didn't have it in them to suppress charges. I, I really commend that, brother. Um, and, you know, what, what I was getting ready to say, I never want to encourage violence. You know, I I am not um, one who, um, I guess who encourages it. But I honestly believe that that may be what it's going to take. If Russell Westbrook could have gotten away from those from that from those security men, Russell Westbrook was leaving the game on an injured ankle. When they threw that popcorn on him, there was nothing wrong with with, with Russell Westbrook. Adrenaline that that shows you the power of adrenaline. You know how they say that sometimes you just, like if a car is on a baby and a mother has enough strength to pull up a car and push up a car to get her baby out. I believe that because adrenaline once it takes over your body, you just you just get superhuman power, I think. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Russell once that popcorn was thrown on him. And had he got his hands on that boy, I would, I would, I would have liked to have seen that. Because I think that these people need to know that there are consequences. And I don't know if they'll... There he is. I don't know if going to jail is it. It's not. It's not. They need to, whatever they do, they just need to be done worse than them. And they so hold on. Really, we can't hear you. you you're... I say whatever they do, it needs to be done worse to them, and they need to feel it, and and, and they'll think about it uh, the next time before they do it. Put some fear in them. They need they need some fear in them. That's what they need. Um, because uh, it, it's just getting too it's too blatant, and uh, you know, just like you ladies said, the pandemic. Um, I don't think that 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 is an excuse that you can use. But honestly, I don't think it's the pandemic. So so much as there's a lot of enough hostility against these black athletes for speaking out on the on the issues and the, the problems that have been plaguing this country. And I think that these these so called fans are trying to say in you know in, in an outward type of way, Oh, we we don't want to hear from you, you know, we don't care about your opinion. We don't you know, just come out here, play, do what you pay to do and then keep it moving. And I think that whether it's the fact that they're uh, offended or, um, again, they are part of that that society that doesn't see anything wrong with how white cops are treating black um, black men and women. They don't believe in racial oppression uh, or racial injustice. And I think that's their way, a carryover of Agent Orange. This is their way of speaking out. Um, in the most disrespectful way that they can, because they think that they're entitled. Uh, so I, you know, I don't like I said, I don't necessarily think it's the the pandemic so much as just the pent up energy and hatred that they have within themselves uh, for for black uh, black men. Um, but I would really like I would really like for the players to be able to get their hands on these men. It's just like that uh, keyboard courage. You know, you can say a whole lot behind a keyboard because you know you're never going to come face-to-face with these players. But you let them get one-on-one and pour some popcorn on or just have the audacity to try to spit on somebody. Um, I really wish these players could get their hands on these people. I really do. Take their lips and twist them. You hear me? Take their lips and just twist them. They'll never want to spit on nobody else. I ain't even, you know, in, in all seriousness, this is the way, Lou, I, ain't, I, I want them to put hands on them. And I want them to feel the wrath. These are professional athletes. 
that are in the gym 24-7, and these little these little so-called fans or whatever, whatever they do in their, in their everyday life or job, they can't come up against these, these athletes. I mean, maybe some of them can. They probably could hold their own, but I would like to see. I would like to see how bold you are one-on-one up against this grown man that you think you can just outright disrespect like that. I, I really wish they could put hands on these people and have no repercussions. The athletes have no repercussions. Because, you know, like we said, let's just be, let's just be one of them. They'd be handcuffed, taken off it within uh, two, five minutes, booked and everything. So um, I don't know what it's going to take. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you, ladies. Uh, but I think if Westbrook, if he could have broken away from those four guys, I think that fan, it would have been over for him because he would have yeah. beat him down. Yeah. He would have been hospitalized if not dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that would have been an example of when you touch me and you do things to me like that, you I have to defend myself. Yeah. I feared cool. my life, so I had to beat him down. Exactly. That is exactly. No matter no how no matter how you switch it, whatever, that is assault. Whenever you take an object and you throw it on somebody or you or you use you know, even with the fitness, that is assault. Um but I tell you what, we're gonna put a pin in it real quick because I do want to get your opinion, Terry. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, you know, what if anything can the NBA do? Because at this point it's more criminal now when you when you assault someone. So, you know, the NBA, I think they're a little little handcuffed in that. But I want y'all ladies to think about that. Like I said, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. On the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break. It's LF42 with TJ and the round table. Janelle, Terry, ain't listening. We'll be right back after the break. Baby, you know, sometimes you make me want to scream. Stop this mistreating me. 
That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you know what the clock on the wall says. I don't even have to tell you, but I will. Because the clock on the wall says it is time. It is time. For the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. Round one of the NBA playoffs is still underway, and all these teams have come to play. Utah is over Memphis 3-1. to one. Donovan Mitchell is trying to rise to superstardom. 76ers and Hawks are 3-1 to one against the Wizards and the Knicks. They're constantly pulling out new tricks. The Lakers and Trailblazers are down 2-3. to three. Against the Suns and Nuggets. Ooh-wee! 
The Mavs and the Clippers are tied 2-2. Two to two. My boys are finally doing what they need to do. And the Nets and Bucks will begin round two. In game three, Kawhi had 36 points and Paul 29, whereas Luka had 44, and his team couldn't get in line. Clippers were down by 19 early in the first quarter, but that deficit quickly grew shorter and shorter. The Clippers made a 14-0 run and stayed the course to get the job done. Rondo stepped up despite being booed loudly by the fans and stopped all the Mavs' defensive plans. In game four, we dominated them again, and Lucas suffered a cervical strain. He was missing free throws due to suffering pain. We need to end this series and move to round two. Win the finals and show the world that we are a team that can subdue. All right now. Well, y'all better do it. Let's go. That's what he said. Great. Great. Awesome job again. Ain't who? telling you. Why are you just... Your lyrical composition. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I said that right. <laughs> thank you, thank you. job, A. Lou. Once again, once again. All right, ladies. So, um, so yeah, I posed the question, you know, before the break. What, you know, if anything, really can the NBA do? Um, Janelle, we'll have you kick that one off. One of the uh, fans said, um, got his, he was an actual um, season ticket holder, and they, they revoked his season pass, mm-hmm. which that's fine, but I, I think something else needs to be done. And they're, they're, like you said, their hands are tied because unless, like in, especially in the case where um, Trey Young didn't want to press charges, I mean, what can they do? I personally feel like it needs to be some repercussions for them. It needs to be something other than just losing your season pass or being right. um, banned from being banned from you know returning to the arena. It needs to be. It, they need to be fined like the players get fined. You know what I mean? It, 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 when you hit somebody's pocket, it'll teach them a lesson. Yeah, that's true. It's true. That is true. Um, Terry, I know you you kind of touched on it earlier, but you know what what really can the NBA do? Um, I really don't know what they can do, but as you know, as I said earlier, and I, I agree with um, Janelle that you know, as far as um you know taking their season passes, then I don't think that's you know. Really, that's that's nothing. Um, they need to, you know, have some type of, you know, guidelines, some type of restriction, um, something. Because, you know, the, the players can't be, um, can't, you know, things like that just can't happen. Just totally mm-hmm. just being uh, disrespectful. 
they they right. just they need to come up with something if if they gonna ban them from from um you know coming to the games uh, they need to throw a fine in them you know throw a fine on them or you know hang, take them take them to jail you know it's, something has to be done because it's just to, what's going on is just totally unacceptable right okay totally ain't Lou? It's like Floyd, you know, with George Floyd and they, the jury's been convicted. We haven't gotten a sentence yet, have we? I don't think we have. But, you know, it's like they, they just come up with new new ways to get away with murder, you know, to uh, to get away with, you know, just doing whatever. But so I really feel, I mean, I agree with the girl, but I think that sometimes, you know, that eye for an eye and a two for a two, I know that we're on the grace now and all that, but I think sometimes you just got to do them the way they do you. Because I think their greatest fear is that they, the, how they put us in slavery and all that stuff, that we're going to do it to them. Maybe they need to get a taste of some of that. Because you don't see people, you don't see black people going around just spitting in white people's face like that. You don't see that. Or maybe they might need to start reaping some of the stuff that they're doing, you know. And definitely a fine. Hit the pocketbook. Because you're putting them in jail, they ain't going to be in there long because they're probably going to get a sale where, you know, they're away from the population and everything. But it's just, you know, it's, it's time out for it. I mean, I'm just, people are just done. We're we just done with it, you know. And uh, it's, it's time for, for for them to step it up and do something. Or even maybe maybe the players might need to start, you know, if they start getting assault and, you know, and, and stuff like that, they might need to start missing games or something. Or just tell them to, y'all, give me some protection. Then, you know, I can't be out here on the court like that. Because if you got crazy ones to come and spit on you, who's to say somebody ain't going to come in there with a gun? You know what I mean? You just never know. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, thankfully, but, you know, they do have the the metal detectors in there, but, you know, anything can happen. Um, But I am in total agreement with you, ladies. It's just it needs to be more um, punishment than just taking away some season tickets. Because, really, how do you know that they're not going to come in or somebody else? Just because they don't sit in their seat. You you know, that doesn't mean they can't buy a ticket or um, come in under someone else. I, I've always wondered about that. How do you really know that they never enter into the, to the arena again? But even with that being said, um, type of monetary fine, I don't know if that's – I'm going to try to – the next time I go to a game, I'm going to see, you know, cause they do have, like, terms and conditions on the back of tickets and like that. But for those season ticket holders, um, I wonder if there is something in writing that says, you know, if you – that's probably what it says, though. If you go against, you know, the arena's rules, then you'll be banned from any events there. But it does need to be a monetary fine. Um, I'm not going to say arresting them is not good because, me personally, I know I don't ever want to be arrested in my life, so I do, I do things to avoid being arrested. Um, but I don't think anybody going to jail unless you're just a, a common criminal. Um, you know, you go to jail every other week. I don't think anybody who's never been to jail wants to go to jail and have a mugshot and, you know, be handcuffed and stuff like that. So I think that that might be a deterrent, but, you know, if you got the money to get out, too, that's, you're really not going to serve any, any real punishment. Um, but, yeah, I'm agree with you, ladies, though. I think there needs to be a substantial, and it depends on the act. You know, I don't think it should be just a, a blatant, you know, general fine. But, um as egregious as your act is to be according. But 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, we'll just hope that this was, a, you know, week one of the playoffs, fans, everybody getting out more, and let's just hope that it ends here. All right? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Real quick before we get off of basketball news, former center Mark Eaton, he passed away at the age of 64. He was a two-time defensive player of the year. He led the league in blocks uh, four times in his career. He played his entire 11-year career with the Utah Jazz, and they did retire his number 53. Uh, the police say that he was found in the road after an apparent bike accident. Um, he had a bike crash in Utah. So make sure that we keep the family of Mark Eaton in our prayers. All right? Um, so I want to switch gears here a little bit. We don't really talk about um, <clears throat> excuse me, this sport much, but I thought that the headlines that came out of this were very um, – you know, definitely worth talking about and I want to get the ladies' opinions on that. So um, we did have the French Open. It's going on now. And one of the premier players, uh, tennis players in the world right now, she's actually ranked number two or was ranked number two heading into this French Open, Naomi Osaka. Um, she actually ended up withdrawing from the competition um, and saying it was, you know, just due to, mental health issues that she has been experiencing or going through and says that she's actually been experiencing this since 2018. Um, now, this all came about because she did not want to participate in media sessions, you know, um, in any sport that you do. It is part of your contract that you, you're obligated to speak to the media before and after, and sometimes, you know, players, um, they don't do it as much, but they used to um, speak to players in the middle, um, you know, of, of games, so to speak. But you are obligated to speak to the media before and after um, any competition that you have. And so she said that she was not going to participate in that year. She was okay with taking the fine, um, but just said that she was going to be skipping it. Well, she was fined $15,000 for not speaking at the first media um, press conference. And then after that, she just said that uh, she needed to take some time away from the court. Um, she actually said in a statement, um, it was a pretty lengthy statement, but this is just a portion of it. She says, I quote, I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and message could have been clearer, end quote. Um, Giles Morton, he's the president of the French Tennis Federation, he read a brief statement to the media. This was on Monday, and his statement read um, as follows, I quote, First and foremost, we are sorry and sad for Naomi Osaka. The outcome of Naomi withdrawing from Roland Garros is unfortunate. We wish her the best and the quickest possible recovery, and we look forward to having Naomi in our tournament next year. As all the Grand Slams, the WTA, the ATP, and the ITF, we remain very committed to all athletes' well-being and to continually improving all aspects of players' experience in our tournaments, including with the media, like we have always tried to do, end quote. So, um, yeah, just kind of, um, you know, kind of just, I guess, uh, overall just uh, – sad experience. Like I said, um, Osaka, who is 23, she revealed that she has experienced depression and anxiety 
since winning her first major at the 2018 U.S. Open. So, um, you know, ladies, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, um, you know, how do you feel about, one, um, her taking the stance, or her taking it upon herself to withdraw from the tournament um, so that she wouldn't have to, you know, um, go through the, the media um, scrutiny and all of that, and, um, and or, you know, do you think maybe this is something she should have considered um, before entering into the tournament um, to begin with? Um, Terry, we'll start off with you. Uh, first, I, I want to say that I am glad that she, you know, she spoke up about her mental illness because a lot of times I'm just going to say, you know, we as people of color, a long time we don't want to, you know, admit that we, you know, need to go to counseling or anything like that. But the fact that, you know, she spoke up about her mental illness and that, you know, it's been going on for a while. And, you know, as far as her playing on the clay court, she have a, a real anxiety, you know, about that. Um, but I think it is something that she could have, you know, did some serious consideration before she signed the contract. You know, as you say, you know, they they have certain things in the contract as the guidelines and saying, you know, X, Y, and Z, or, you know, you will be fine. You have to speak to the media. And, you know, for, you know, her to be fined $15,000, you know, that's probably nothing to her, but, you yeah. know, you could do a lot with $15,000. It's a lot of hungry people out there that you can, you know, donate money to, you know, different organizations to help feed the hunger. Um, but that, that's just my, my intake on that. Um, but I am I am glad that she, you know, spoke up about her, you know, mental illness. Because a lot of times people think because, um, you know, we're all humans, but, you know, people like famous athletes, you know, they – may look at, you know, they not, you know, having problems. They don't have, you know, everyday problems like, like we do, you know. Right. But they're human as well. Right. Exactly. That's, that's my intake. Okay. All right. And Lou, your thoughts? Self-love is good. She's taking up on herself. Does she love herself enough to, to pull out? And that's a great thing. Self-love, self-care, you got to do that, you know. Honesty is the, it's the best way to go. You know, she admitting what she's done. She ain't the only one that got mental issues. Probably most of them out there got it, but they just hiding it. You know what I mean? And so that's good that she's open like that. Um, she might have could have considered it, but you know, it, it might have been like I said, could have been a little overwhelming for her. You know what I mean? And so that's why she just say, I'm gonna pull out. But um, I just think anybody uh, that you know. You, you, you got to read the small print and, you know, contracts when you're signing them and stuff and just make sure you know what you're getting into. But, you know, but life, you know, sometimes the things happen and you just can't, you know, handle it. And when you really can't handle it, you need to sit down and pull away. All right. Janelle? I completely appreciate the fact that she took a step back um, because, you know, with her being – a prominent player positioned at at the spot that she's positioned in, they would have been concentrating on what's happening with her as opposed to what's going on with the game. So I appreciate the fact that she realized that 
um, this situation actually uh, took away from the sport as opposed to uh, them concentrating on her and her her mental illness. But I want to say that this is exactly why it infuriates me that um, they have these babies playing these sports the way they do, like they're adults, because they don't have the mental um, acuity or maturity to be able to understand that. Mm-hmm. Although you don't want to do this, you have to do it. You know, although you don't want to speak to the to the to the press, you have to do it. And the things that we all know, the things that the press say, um, mm-hmm. they mature enough to understand or mature enough to be able to accept that these are just words, and you don't have to take it upon yourself. Uh, it, it these are the things that happen. It it, mm-hmm. it and I'm just I'm hurt for her because I understand how difficult it is when you love something so much, when you love a sport so much, and you you know it has to hurt her to withdraw from that you know from the competition. But it better her do it and be able to have some type of um, be able to get some help for her for her mental status than to go through the go through it and and. You know, who knows what would have happened if she hadn't right. withdrawn. So to I'm glad to, exactly. So I'm you know, I'm I'm glad she did that, but this is the thing that I was talking about. When I say you have to have a strong support system, you have to have, you know, somebody to have your back, somebody to be there for you. This is the thing because these kids she's been doing this for years. For mm-hmm. for many years. And if you can't if you can't gain the support and and the understanding that you need at at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years old, all it does is compound the situation and makes things worse as you get older. So I'm just I, I feel for her, I truly do, but I'm glad that she stepped down. Mhm. Yeah, you know, um three four seven eight two six seven nine two four, that's the number to call. You know, you make a uh, a point that, you know, I guess I really hadn't thought about it, but this is probably what Serena Williams was kind of referring to because they did ask her opinion on Naomi withdrawing. And she said, you know, everybody is different. You know, you can't, you see the Williams sisters, and I hate to say it, but you may just think that every black female coming behind the Williams sisters is going to be able to be as strong, cold, and fierce as they are. Everybody right. is not the same. Uh, mentally. And, you know, Serena, she said, she said, um, you know, I have a tough experience. She said, maybe she does not. And you don't really think about that when you think about these younger athletes entering into the grown-up um, platform, so to speak. Now, with that being said, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you always have to know what it, be careful what you wish for. You know, that's one of my favorite, my favorite things, you know, because you will get it, you know. Now, whether when you get it, you are ready for it, whether you are mature enough for it, whether you are deserving of it, whatever it is, be careful what you wish for because what you can't do is have different standards for different people. So if everyone has if everyone knows that as a professional athlete, you have to deal with the media some form or fashion at some point in your competition, 
that's something that you need to prepare for. Um, whether you have mock press conferences or whatever. Now, with that being said, um, you know, when she first came into the league, what I think she was about, what, 16, 17? She's 23 now. Um, but she said, let me, let me just read this quote. She says, um, I am not a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I get really nervous and find it stressful to always try and engage and give the media the best answers I can, end quote. So when, she, when I read that, I was like, okay, so is it, she, is it that she's trying to have a persona? Is it she's trying to be something that she's not? Or, you know, is it just the overwhelming speaking in, you know, public, you know, you, you just having to talk to the media? Because I would think as being yourself, uh, and we know how the media can twist and turn words and all that, so I'm not naive to that. But I think if you are just continuously concentrating on what not to say, you're going to continue to say the wrong thing. So, um, you know, I, I just don't know if maybe that part of her preparation wasn't taken care of or developed when she was younger, when she was first coming into into tennis. Um, so it's like I, I'm kind of kind of torn with this. Um, I'm definitely glad though that she was through, that she put her own health before a tournament, because as you can see, the tennis federation they were going to keep finding her, versus saying, okay, well maybe you just need to take a step back, or you know maybe even not saying it publicly how much they were going to find her, just maybe some, work out something behind the scenes. But they were obviously going to put her on front street. So for her to take um, for her to take that upon herself and be in control of her of her life. I'm so proud of her for that at that young age. Um, but, again, I also do understand that there are, you know, obligations. Everyone has a job to do. The media has a job to do. Um, maybe this is something that they need to look into. And when you have younger athletes, maybe you need to encourage and incorporate younger media that can talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Because you make a good point, Janelle. Sometimes you these media people there for stock value or they're just, you know, to get a headline, to get a, a, a sound bite, and they don't care what they say to these athletes. But if you get athletes, younger athletes, and you have younger media personnel to talk to them, they're going to be talking on their level. Um, so maybe that's something that, you know, sports needs to, to entertain. Um, but this one was, um, that one was just a little bit difficult uh, for me to kind of comment on because, I can definitely see both sides, but I am very proud of her for for withdrawing, for doing what was best for her. Because what I what I do believe is that a lot of people don't take mental health as seriously as they do physical health. You know, somebody had a broken toe and didn't want to get out there and didn't want to talk about it. They'd be like, oh, okay. But, you know, she's suffering from mental health, and they're like, oh, okay, well, why can't you do it? I don't know. But, um... But, yeah, so with that, lady, that's a wrap. It's <laughs> what wonderful dialogue we've had tonight, though. Wow, that was a good show. Um, all right, ladies, so does anybody have any last comments, though, regarding Naomi? No? Everybody we good? We sure the best. Yeah, definitely. Definitely that. 
All right, so on that note, we are going to go ahead with our shout-out, and we will start tonight with Miss Gary. Gary, you're up. Did you say me, Tina? I did. <laughs> okay, my phone is, is acting up a little bit, so it's in and out. But, ladies, I love you. I love you guys dearly. And we just keep our hands in God's hands, and we're going to be all right. We may not see a light at the end of the tunnel right now, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel because Jesus is the light of the world. And um, Miss Lucinda, I am so glad you are Miss Lucinda because I don't know who we had last week, but I am so glad that you're back this week. Janelle, I love you, and let's go Hawks. Tina... You are such an awesome person. I thank you for the lineup that you have every week. You have some awesome topics. I'd be like, okay, she'd she do her homework before she come here. And it's just, you know, I love the dialogue, and it's just been great tonight. But I um, wish you guys the best. I love you, and blessings to each and every one of you. Hmm, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you. Janelle. Yes, ma'am. Um, first, I want to say, like Miss Terry, go Hawks. Let's close this out tonight. Um, and I just want to tell all three of you how much I love and appreciate you. Okay. All right. Well, that was. We love and appreciate you too, Janelle. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hey, Lou. Janelle, that was all you had to say, girl. I was waiting for some more stuff, girl. Well, I'll, I'll say, I'll speak for you and I. Um, roses are red, violins are blue. I love you all, and that is true. Well, Miss Terry, thank you for your uh, solemnness, and even though you're a traitor and something, but it's all good. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Janelle, I just say God for you. I'm just so glad you're back, girl. Just glad you're back. If I can make you laugh, cry, or do whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do my best. Cause I'm just glad you're here. We, girl, we just can't make it without you, you know. And you know when I'm when I'm here with TJ, TJ, she, you know, I can't mess with her like I do you guys, you know. But she's family. I gotta support her, and you know, it'd be hard sometimes. I be wanting to say stuff, and I can't see it because y'all not here. So anyway, y'all be y'all be putting me in prison when y'all not here. So you really don't need to be putting Aunt Lou in prison because I can't stay in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I thank God for all you girls. I thank God for just your the laughter. I thank God for you. You just your your beautiful hearts. Y'all got beautiful hearts and your beautiful girls inside and out. Uh, you know the most beautiful of them, of them all is that little TJ. That little uh, she's army tonight. She got on her fatigue and stuff. What's she gonna do? Go in the service? Ain't never spent a day in the in the in the, uh, in, the in the armed force or anywhere. But she's sure looking pretty. She's rocking it. Gorgeous niece. I love you. Thank God. Yeah, as Miss Terry said, the lineup and just the topics that you have us discussing, I just love it. You know, I'm learning so much. I really don't even know, even though I'm older than all of y'all, but I'm learning a lot, you know, from the show and, and everything. And I thank God for you, you girls. And see, you can learn from anyone if you're teachable. 
And um, I just want to say y'all be blessed. Oh, and I also want to give give a shout out today. Is my uh, he's my son from another mother. His name is Bo Rose. I want to give a shout out to him. Happy birthday, Bo Rose. He turned 27 today. It's Daniel's best friend. And then uh, tomorrow will be my brother and TJ's net. Uh, uh, I mean uncle Michael Taylor. He will be 62. Happy birthday, Michael. I love you, love you, and hello, Val, and all of you people out there in uh, Atlanta and Georgia. I love all of you. And I just thank God for uh, just being a part of this show, and uh, I encourage you ladies to continue to be who you are. And, and I always, as Ms. Harris would say, put God first, uh, put him first in everything you do, and, and blessings will just come your way like never before. And I'm just so proud to be a part of, I'm proud to be an American, really, I'm proud to be on Block Talk Radio with TJ as my queen. Thank you. Love you too, I know. Lord have mercy. I love you, ladies. All right. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye, girls. Love you too. Bye, ladies. Love you too. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight, and that is the fearsome foursome tonight. All right. So let's see. Wednesday, Wikipedia, what happened in the world of sports on June 2nd. We're in June, y'all. We're rolling. We're rolling. 99 days to the NFL kickoff, okay? Didn't get a chance to talk a lot of football tonight, but I definitely will talk about next week this um Suppose it's uh, withdrawing, well, not withdrawing, but the NFL, they are saying that they are going to stop. Um, I think I, I had to get this story up here. Um, I'm really just a little dumbfounded. I, I can't believe that they pledged to stop race norming. So, yeah, we didn't get a chance to get to that tonight, but uh, we will definitely talk about it next week. But anyway. June 2nd, what happened in the world of sports? 1935, George Herman, Babe Ruth, announced that he was retiring from baseball. In 1996, Tim Belcher of the Kansas City Royals, he won his 100th career game. And in 2000, Fred McGriff, he was then of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, he became the 31st major league player to hit 400 career home runs. All right. So that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for June 2nd. And uh, birthdays today, Andy Cohen. Yes, of Bravo turns 53, and Wayne Brady turns 49, all right? And, yes, a happy birthday shout-out to my Uncle Mike on tomorrow. So to each and every one of you, as I always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours, we thank you. We love you for the support. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night, all right? Shout-out to Marlon. Shout-out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout-out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Um, happy birthday shout-out to... Um, well, to, to my homegirl, Bernadette, she is celebrating her birthday today. But a great big happy birthday shout-out to my sister, um, the sister from another mother, but we've been down since seventh grade. Tanisha Artis, she celebrated her birthday on yesterday. So we got one more year before we hit the big five old Tanisha. But happy birthday to her. Um, I love you, I love you, I love you. All right. And let's see, uh, 
of course, a great big shout-out to Ain't Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. If you missed it, make sure that you catch it on the podcast or listen to it on the recording. Wonderful, wonderful job again, Ain't Lou. And it was so good to have my Ain't Lou back tonight. I don't know who that was last week, but, Lord, please, Clippers, don't do us like that no more. But we love you, Ain't Lou. Shout-out to Terry and to Janelle, ladies. Thank you again um, just for everything that you do, all three of you, um, for what you bring to the show. The dialogue uh, wouldn't be what it is without y'all. So I just thank y'all for being a part of my journey, all right? And I love you, ladies, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Of course, shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Shout-out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. And last but by no means least, to my mom, my rock. Um, Just for everything you do for me, for LL Sports do, hold it down the timeline, just for sacrifice each and every week, each and every day for 49 years of my life. To my mom, Miss Denise Green, I love you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show this week. We will be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 347-826-7924. And tonight, uh, motivational moment, um, honestly, uh, just um, uh, as you can tell, it's coming off the cuff. Just because of what we were just talking about with uh, Naomi Osaka and uh, Terry mentioned it. You know, we as I don't, I don't like saying people of color because you know we I don't like to generalize like that. So, but I'm just going to speak because I am a black woman in America, and I do know how black people generally tend to frown upon um, uh, therapy. You know, whether it's psychotherapy, um, you know, talking to a counselor. Um, you know, any type of therapy where you want to share your emotions. You know, we are always raised, uh, because we are raised to, um, we have to be twice as better. We have to do twice as much to get, you know, um, half as much as, as white America. So, you know, we are built um, and raised with a very hard exterior to get through this thing called life. So sometimes to be vulnerable, um, to show emotion is a sign of weakness. And, you know, my mom and I always say it, we say this all the time, you know, a lot of times people will take your niceness for weakness as well. But there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with saying that you need help. So for Naomi to take this uh, time, to take this action and withdraw, to focus on herself and her mental you know, her mental health, her mental status, I just really commend her for that. And I hope it's a, um, a lesson. I hope it's a... Um, uh, just uh, you know that that it will help someone to look within yourself. You know, sometimes people, um, sometimes people will tell you, "Hey, listen, you know, you're acting a little different. Um, hey, you know, what's going on with you? You don't seem to be your normal jovial self. You know, whatever it is, because life hits us, life hits us in all different directions, different different uh, ways. Um, you know, it may be a death, it may be loss of a job, um, it may be a loss of a relationship, whatever it is. People handle life's circumstances differently. But um, if you notice that, you know, you're not handling it the way that you used to, or maybe certain things get under your skin a little bit more than they, than they used to or they d- didn't used to before, um, you know, just kind of take self-inventory. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with focusing on your mental health because, trust me, if you're not healthy for you, 
you sure as hell can't be healthy for nobody else, and you're not going to be good for nobody else not being in a healthy state, all right? So let's just make sure, you know, it's, we're already six months into the year, but let's just make sure that we make 2020 the year of progress, um, that we make sure that we, we've all been through this pandemic, and uh, let's just make sure that we take care of ourselves so that we can be there to help take care of our loved ones, right? I'm TJ. And that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.